Hey everybody, <clears throat> it is April 11th and I just kind of wanted to do a another quick check-in. Um, Easter has just passed and I know that anytime there's any type of holiday, sometimes that can be proven to be difficult um, when you're dealing with any type of grief or any type of trauma or loss or addiction or... Um, really anything and I suffer from all of those things and so um, I just kind of wanted to reach out and share a story of something that happened over the weekend the Easter weekend um, we were at my mom's house which is of course where my dad passed and uh, sometimes I don't find it that difficult to be there but sometimes it's um very difficult and you know when I first got there it wasn't that big of a deal I didn't really think of it too much it didn't bother me <clears throat> and then um I was prepping some stuff for dinner and I looked out the window um in the kitchen and I saw my kids uh, playing on the back deck um, and you know you have to remember this is the home that I grew up in um, this is where all of my childhood memories are with my with my dad with my family um, and in a split second the normalcy of the evening turned into I was crying and I was very angry and I went into the other room and I pretty much you know kind of screamed at my mom and said see like this is when I'm mad this is when I'm angry this is when I'm frustrated like why isn't he here you know and it flooded back to me so quickly and that's the tricky thing about grief is it can hit you like a ton of bricks and hit you just as hard as the day you found out that they're no longer with you. And um, I kind of didn't get much response from my mom or my brother who were sitting there. And so I walked back away and I just, you know, continued being upset and sad on my own. Um, and then my husband came in with the kids and my one daughter who shouldn't have, well, and none of the kids, I don't, I don't think would have even seen me get upset or sad because they were outside and I was inside, but she came in and she's one of my, one of my kids that I feel like she senses everything in and out with me. And she doesn't even have to be near me. And so she came in from outside and she was visibly upset. And I said, what's wrong? What's wrong with her? You know, to my husband. And I thought maybe she had hurt herself. And she just, you know, screamed out like, I miss Pepe. Like she misses my, my dad. And, um, and so, you know, I held her and I, I just reminded him all the things that I should tell myself when I feel those ways. You know, I reminded her that he's in her heart and that he wouldn't want you to be sad and that he's here with us, watching us, and, you know, you can't be sad all the time. We have to just 
we have to move on and be happy and remember that he's always watching us and we have to do things that would make him happy and make him proud and so I asked my husband I said you know can you bring the kids downstairs which is where my dad's room is was still is and I said can you bring them downstairs in dad's room and just let them grab something that they can bring home um now the process of getting rid of my dad's stuff has been very slow Um, This Christmas 2023 will be three years that he's been gone and we really only emptied his clothing drawers. Um, I think a lot is going to be happening this spring and summer, but that's neither here nor there. So uh, they went downstairs and, you know, I went in kind of the other room and I was waiting for them to come back up. And here stomps up the stairs three out of four of my kids. Uh, The other one was at a sleepover at a friend's. So here stomps up three kids, a two-year-old and two five-year-olds. And um, <laughs> anyone who knew my dad would know that he, he was a big joker. He always had like really funny shirts and funny hats and, you know, um, always had like witty things and um, kind of smart-ass things and... So my first, uh, my daughter comes up and uh, she's wearing like a jump for heart hat and it's in French and, you know, whatever. It was kind of giggly and and they're just, they're stomping up like, you know, three little army men just like singing and shouting and being so super cute. So she walks up first and then her twin brother, another five-year-old walks up. And he is wearing this foam cowboy hat. Now, this foam cowboy hat is probably like three feet long by two feet wide. Like, it's massive. I don't even know where my dad got it. So he's wearing that and he's like almost knocking everything over. So like laughing, obviously, because of that. Because it's just so hilarious. And this hat is huge. And... um. You know, so that's making us all laugh even more. And then the third one comes up, which is my almost three-year-old. And uh, he was only six months old when my dad passed. And my dad only met him one time. Um, and so he knows nothing about my dad except, you know, what we what I tell him. And I show him pictures. And he knows that that's Pepe. And so he can, he can visually point him out. Um, but he, he has no memories of him. Um, which all on its own makes me upset sometimes. But And so he's, he starts walking up the stairs and he is wearing a beige baseball hat that says, don't forget my senior discount. I am at this point, I'm just curled over laughing. Um, and it hit me. It hit me so hard that I'm like, my dad is here. Like, my dad lives through these moments. My dad lives through these kids. Um, They all have this, like, super cool, quirky behavior and, like, persona. And it's totally my dad. Um, You know, so... In that moment, I realized as quickly as it hit me, 
the grief went away, not went away, but went mostly away just as quickly because it reminded me that, you know, a lot of the times you don't have to physically have that person there anymore. Um, you know, these new memories that are being created, I just, I know my dad is there because he would be stomping up the stairs with the last funny hat in a heartbeat if he was physically still on this earth. But instead what happened is his behavior, his personality, the way he was is coming through my kids, you know. Um, And it was such a bittersweet moment. It really, really caught me off guard. Um, Needless to say, it's not that you know, later on, I wasn't also a little bit upset or a little sad or um, anything else a little bit later, you know, like I still have my moments and I still have times that I just wish he was physically here, right? But I guess this is kind of a proven point of when they say things get easier, Um, I always hated that saying because I was like, nothing will ever get easy about my dad being gone. Nothing, nothing will ever be easy about it. But I, I get it now because, um, life still moves on. Life still continues and, and the sadness is replaced with these moments that, have to catch me off guard to remind me that you know he's not here physically but he is here through the stories that I tell he is here um you know by the craziness that my kids are um he's here in all those little moments and and those are the things that I have to drill into my mind to remember Um, but I wanted to share that story because I don't know if that's ever happened to anyone else, but it really kind of just made me reflect on my grief and remind myself, um, that sometimes it's those hidden moments that really, uh, help you remember that, yeah, your grief is still there, but yeah, you're going to be okay. Um, so I just wanted to share that. Um, I was recording while I was driving and I've reached my destination. So I appreciate all of you for listening. Um, and thank you so much. And we will record and talk to you again soon. Bye-bye.